Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Instagram, Beyond the Lines Podcast, and also on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or even show suggestions, you can email the show at btlpodcast213 at gmail.com. If your show suggestion or idea is selected to be used, you will be given credit by having your name mentioned during the episode and given a free t-shirt. This episode is sponsored by Samify Crafts. If you're looking for that unique and special gift for a birthday, holiday, wedding, or any other event, go to SamifyCraftShop.com. They're your one-stop shop for all your gift needs. They specialize in custom gifts at an affordable price. Not only will you find great gift ideas with SamifyCraftShop.com, You'll also find all of your Beyond the Lines podcast t-shirts, tank tops, water bottles, backpacks, and other merchandise. So go to SamifyCraftShop.com to order your merchandise and gifts. You can also follow them on Facebook at Samify Crafts. This is week number two of Mother's Month, a month-long celebration of moms for all they do for our families. So let's meet week number two's mom. So my guest today on Mother's Month week two is Chris. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. So the entire month of May, I'm recognizing a different mom each week, and I want to get each mom's take on being a mother and what it's like to be a mom and the things that you guys experience. So I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, I'm excited to have this conversation. Well, thank you. All right. So first of all, what is your job or career? Currently, I am a performance consultant for the Achieve Institute. I'm actually director of client services. So we work with mostly large organizations, and we help them optimize their talent and become really mindful of what it takes to perform at high levels consistently, no matter what the challenge or opportunity is. Okay, so that sounds like it's a very detailed type of job you have there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you deal with the public quite a bit? Oh, yes, yes. We work across many different industries throughout the Fortune 500 spectrum, and really what we do is agnostic to role, title, industry, challenge, opportunity. So we use the same system and we just apply it specifically to whatever each leader or team is going through to help them optimize their talent and optimize their results. Okay. How long have you been doing that kind of work? So I've been working for the Achieve Institute for two years. And prior to that, I had my own consulting firm where I was specializing in emotional intelligence and leadership development, also working with large organizations. Okay. All right. So now we're going to get in a little bit about being a mom. Mm-hmm. So how many kids do you have? I am fortunate enough to be the mom of twins, a boy and a girl who are 16 turning 17. So they keep me on my toes for sure. <laughs> 16 and 17. So how is it having teenagers? It depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> so some days... They're super loving and sweet and funny. And then even in the same day, actually, we could see a totally different side of them where they can be very moody and challenging. And it really requires me to take some deep breaths to walk away so that I don't get pulled into the craziness. 
I know how that is. So what sports or activities do they participate in? So both of my kids are actually, they're musicians. So they are very, very into the band, which they happen to go to a school that has a very competitive marching band. So it's really time consuming. And I never was in the band, so I had no idea the amount of physical requirements that were part of being in this competitive marching band and how they have to be really fit to be able to do this. I mean, they do longer hours in like the football team in the summers when the football team's practicing, the football team is done and they're still out there. They have like 10 hour days every day for three weeks in the summer. It is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Now being that they're out there for 10 hours a day, how do you balance their activities with other things that you need to do on a daily basis? Hmm, that's a great question. So this weekend, well, actually about a week ago, I got their commitment that they were gonna clean their rooms like really deep clean for like the first time in a year and a half because they never have any time. And I, <laughs> and I knew I couldn't spring it on them. So I started priming them like two to three weeks ago and then got their commitment about a week ago. Of like, all right, we're going to do this on Sunday. You're not coming out of this room right. <laughs> until it's done. So I've got about six huge bags that came out of those two rooms that are, you know, close to be donated. Wow. Yeah. I mean, craziness. So it's really I trust them. I'm not definitely not a helicopter parent at all. And they're good kids. So I really try to let them make decisions as much as possible, but giving my guidance and my support. Sometimes I have to give that firm direction, but I really try to say, all right, you know, in a year, they're going to be on their own. And I have to trust that myself and their dad have given them what they need to be able to make good choices. And I want them to feel confident making those choices, not always asking, is this the right choice? But doing that and having the confidence to see it through. Absolutely. Now, being that they're the same age and they're actually in the same activity, does it make it easier to kind of manage the schedules? There's nothing easy about their schedules, but yes, (laughs) at least I'm not going to different places. But there's still times where I'm going to and from school because they're not driving independently on their own yet. They're still practicing. They'll get their license in a couple months, but there are times where I'm not at that school, you know, back and forth, three round trips in the same, in the same day, just because their schedule, yeah, it's so, so there's nothing easy about it, but I do recognize that I have it easier than other people who have kids that are in different things. Well, motherhood is a challenging, tough, and sometimes thankless responsibility. How have you evolved as a mother and personally since becoming a mom? That is a good question. Yeah, it is sometimes the most challenging job in the world not just because kids can be challenging but also the emotions involved where your heart lives in another person Mm -hmm. and so there's so much tied up in your hopes and your dreams and sometimes disappointment and all of the whole spectrum of emotions that and fear right or anger sometimes unfortunately and so really just getting back to thinking about how can I be the best version of myself? And sometimes I'm not. I mean, if we're being honest, right? You know, we all have those human moments where we're not the best versions of ourselves, And so absolutely kind of stepping back and making sure that I acknowledge that and I apologize and say, I'm sorry. Maybe my reaction was more than it needed to be. And I'm sorry for that. And explaining, I think it's important because our kids don't always put together all the pieces of the puzzle. They don't see what we see because they don't have the life experience and they're not parents, right? True. So a good example is 
my son spilled soup one morning. Like, I mean, when I say spilled, that's an understatement. It was all over (laughs) everything, right? And and my reaction was definitely blown out of proportion from his perspective because he's like, it's just soup. But in the back of my mind, it was, he didn't wake up early enough. He's going through the motions half asleep and he's going to be driving soon. And what if he gets in the car in this state where he's not fully awake and he hurts himself or somebody else? Gotcha. And so that's when I really took a step back and evaluated why my reaction was the way it was. There was a lot underneath that. It's never the thing we think it is, right? Right. So I explained that to him and I think it helped to kind of connect the dots. Like, I am sorry that I had that reaction, but here's why I did. Right. I'm going to work on me, but like, I also need you to work on you. I need you to wake up early. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You're being responsible. So, right. So as a mother, you have to wear so many hats. How do you go about wearing those hats and yet finding some sort of balance? I think it's hugely important that mothers in particular, because we do feel like we have the world on our shoulders, that we carve out time and that that time is sacred. And so there are, you know, and I protect that time, like unless there is some major emergency, nothing's going to interfere with it. So I work out consistently. I was going to physical therapy (laughs) all the time for the last, I don't know, nine or 10 months. I mean, there are things that I do for my go and I get massages. I go for walks. I hang out with my friends, but I also make sacred time for family. But I learned that lesson probably too late because I didn't start doing that until my early 40s. That in order for me to be my best possible self, I have to take care of me. And if I don't have those boundaries and I don't put myself first and carve out that time and protect it, I'm not going to show up as my best self. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct about that. I agree with everything you just said. So parenting isn't as easy or straightforward as it seemed prior to becoming a parent. If there's one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before becoming a mom, what is that one thing? Yeah. You know, you think you have a plan. Oh, my kids, you know, I thought my my daughter's going to be a dancer because I was a dancer, right? Mm -hmm. My son is going to be an athlete because his dad was very athletic. No, (laughs) neither one of them wanted to have that plan. They're their own individual people with their own personalities, their own hopes and, and dreams and desires. And for me, my style of parenting is to nurture that, not to force what I thought they would want to do just because it's something that I like. And so that, that's probably the biggest thing is you, you have a plan and they have a different one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So men and women see things differently, right? Mm-hmm. We think differently. We even handle parenting differently. If there's one thing that men, fathers, husbands truly don't understand what it's like to be a mother, what would that one thing be? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I think just the first thing that comes to mind just because it's so present is the driving thing where... I am so worried about them driving, especially if I'm in the car. (laughs) The anxiety (laughs) is like, I just cannot get a handle on it. I try, I really, really try. And I think that their dad is probably like, what's the big deal? But we are different. And I, you know, I'm constantly like thinking about all the consequences and all that. And I think he's more of like, Let's get them confident. Let's get them all the experience, which I agree with. So I do think it's a good balance. Right. We, you know, we totally see it differently. And he has to do the heavy lifting on the driving practice because I'm just too nervous. I just am. Yeah. (laughs) I know know it's a limitation. I realize that. (laughs) My sister was the same way with my niece. She would not take my niece out driving. 
Oof. That was just something she wouldn't do. Yeah. So I completely understand that. Yeah. So we're going to play a little bit of word association here, okay? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. All right. All right. So motherhood. I think of this beautiful mosaic of, of mothers kind of crossing hands across the world and, and lifting the world up. Excellent. Time management. It is sometimes impossible, but we have to be realistic with it and just try to do the best we can with the time we have instead of looking at the time we don't have. Good point. Excellent point. Sleep. Mm, I haven't been a good sleeper for 30 years. (laughs) 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 That's what comes to mind. If I could figure that one out, that would be great. I'm always trying new sleep routines and I'll find something that works for a little while and then I'm kind of back to my old habits. So how about life? What lights your soul on fire? To me, that's something that we don't take enough time to really delve into because we're so busy going through the motions. And if we can start thinking about what lights our soul on fire, whether that's people or things or activities or places, then we can start creating the life that we're meant to live instead of just going through the motions and being a bystander to our life. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. I believe that 100%. Happiness. It's within. You cannot put that on anybody else. And it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It is definitely a mindset. It is a choice. Yes, because you can't make someone else happy if you're not happy yourself. No, no. It's an impossible ask. Absolutely. So being that you have twins and they're opposite sex, are they alike in a lot of ways or are they different in a lot of ways because there is a boy and a girl versus say two boys or two girls yeah no they're very very different it's funny because i I say to my daughter who's like self-conscious about everything that she could be a little bit more like my son and he lets everything roll off of his back and he's oblivious to everything and he could be a little bit more (laughs) self-conscious so i think that they could be like they could help each other out in that arena but they're they're very different, but they have this mutual love for each other that is special and it is different as twins. They were born with a companion and it's that is really cool to see as a mom of twins. It's just that that really strong bond that nothing, nothing can penetrate. Excellent. Excellent. So finally, what advice would you give to new moms when it comes to balancing work, life and kids? First of all, that there is no balance, that you have to find a way to integrate. So there are going to be times where your family is going to come first and they're going to be your primary focus and other things are going to suffer. That's part of the journey. And there are going to be other times when you're going to have to focus more on work. And unfortunately, your family is going to take the back seat. If you're able to do something that you love, that makes that a little bit easier. When we're doing something that we don't like, then it's really, really hard because then that guilt can just consume you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great advice. Well, Chris, I really appreciate you being on the show and offering your experience of what it's like to be a mom. And I want to wish you not only happy Mother's Day, but happy Mother's Month. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. You are welcome. Once again, I'd like to thank Chris for joining the show. And that concludes week number two of Mother's Month. If you enjoy this episode, I ask that you share it with a friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you subscribe. Please tune in next week for week three's Mom of the Month. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care.